All right, good morning, good night, good afternoon. What's going on, everybody? It's my favorite podcast, your favorite podcast, The Unwrapped Mind. And today, I'm bringing y'all a very, very special episode. I remember I told y'all that my mom was visiting, so today, as a special guest, I got my mom. It's her first time on, and she's really, really nervous. So, hey, mom, just say hi to everybody. Hi, everybody. That is my mom, and y'all already know how it go. It is just a regular, regular thing. So, uh, you know, ma, this is what I do. When I do my podcast and she don't listen, so she don't know how I go, but that's something we're going to talk about doing her thing. So what we do, we just talk. It's just a regular podcast. I talk about regular people stuff. So, you know, right now, whatever you want to talk about to the people to kind of make interesting, we don't cuss. This is, you know, family friendly. Uh, I never say my name because only my friends who listen know me. Um, so we just kind of discuss things. I just kind of talk about whatever. So whatever it is you want to talk about, you know, Feel free, you know, if you just want to hold a conversation with me and people hear how we talk or if you want to talk about anything in particular, um, you know, this is it. This is your, this is, you know, time. Okay. You say regular people stuff. Okay. Well, this might be regular people stuff to y'all, but this ain't regular people stuff for me because this is my baby. And I am so proud of him that he is even doing something like this. I would have, who would have knew? As old as I am, that one of my children would do some stuff like this. He's the most kindest, generous son, father, husband that anyone would ever know. And if you know him like he say, you know that. And all those that have been listening to him, you know he got good sense. Great sense. He has sense of family, friends, things that's going on in the world. And I don't think he missed too many beats. If he does, so be it. Everybody does. Nobody's perfect. But I love him, and I'm glad he allowed me a chance to be on his podcast, and I will try my dangest to listen to it from this day forward. And thank you for having me. All right. So, I mean, y'all heard me talk about my mom a lot in the past, so we get a little emotional because, you know, I do talk about my mom, and I don't know if I ever talk about my mom in front of her, but y'all know how much I think my mom is my hero, how much I think she's spectacular. You know, y'all heard me give flowers to my mom for everything she do, um, and she is, you know, and, and yeah, this is the kind of time we, I'm you know, I'm a kind of gush about my mom right here because I'm not the easiest person to be with. She's been here a week and I know it ain't been the easiest visit, but I'm not the easiest person to be around all the time. And, and, and in our life, it's, it's easier to be away from my mom and love her because in the same room we have, you know, just like I'm more no nonsense. And I and I look at it like that, but she's a, she's a very big free spirit. And I love that about her. I always say you put my mom anywhere and she's going to make friends. She's going to talk about anything. She's going to be able to communicate. And that's just the person she is. Some of y'all know my mom and y'all know I ain't lying about my mom. Y'all probably like, mm hmm, that's his mom. All right. My mom is just, she is, she is the straw that stirs the drink. You can put her and she's going to make the room that much livelier. So today, you know, hopefully we can get some, some, something to just keep everybody listening. Cause I'm going to post this episode almost immediately, a special Sunday broadcast that y'all just wasn't, you know, waiting on. So my, I mean, like really, I talk about everything. I talk about the stuff that's on my mind. I don't write nothing down. I just talk about whatever it is. This is a, a conversation like I'm sitting in a room with somebody. So really kind of act like the mic ain't here. Can't nobody see us. So it's just, you know, talk like it is. It's real talk. Whatever you feel like you want to say, that's what we do it. I'm I'm glad and proud to know that you think of me as your hero because I kind of thought I was a, a, a strange mom. Some of the things that I, I put upon you guys. Like, can I say, making you wash the toilet out with your hands? <laughs> you already said it. <laughs> so, you already said it. I mean, and so, you know, mopping the floors with on your hands and knees, you know. And I had boys. I had 
three boys and one girl. And the boys, my boys know how to sew. They know how to cook. They know how to wash. They know how to do everything. Because if not, you never know if they're going to get a woman that want to do all those things. So therefore, they can do them for themselves. They always tell my boys, a woman the worst thing on two feet. Just remember, the first woman of your life told you that. She can mess up your whole world and be in Kalamazoo somewhere and don't be nowhere near you. So all you young men out there, take heed. Make sure that you can take care of yourself. And I don't know how to say this, but bleep bleep was there when you was born and bleep bleep going to be there when you die. If you know what bleep bleep is, meow. Anyway, (laughs) it's going to be here when you die. So don't let the meow take you out because you know what you can always do for yourself. One person does, God said, they say there's a, there's somebody for everybody on this earth. Maybe that is true, but you don't need nobody to, to define you. You don't need nobody to, 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 to make you feel good about you. Feel good about yourself. Make sure you feel good about you. Cause if you don't, you can't, you can't, you can't feel good about nothing or anyone else. You won't be able to do for yourself or, or fit for yourself. If you don't put yourself in your own cubicle and look in that mirror and say, Hey, I feel good about me. And I, I believe in me and always believe in yourself. Cause if you don't believe in yourself, ain't no sense you even being walking on this earth. You, if you don't believe in yourself, you ain't doing nothing but taking up space. That's all. Just taking up space down here. And that's all mama got to say. And, and, and that's cool. I mean, like, so y'all know, like, some of the stuff, like, some of my beliefs, the way I am, the way I think, it, it, it comes from the way my mom raised me. And, and yeah, I was raised by my mom. You know, I'm, she didn't raise a mama's boy, but my mom raised me to be a grown man. And my mom always told me, um, and I always reflect on it, that, that I was grown at age eight. I knew how to go to the bank, withdraw money. I knew how to go to the grocery store. I knew how to pay bills. I knew how to cut stuff on and stuff got cut off. I mean, the, the hard living forced the man that you, that y'all know and the person y'all see. And, and it gave me a perspective of life that some people don't get because a lot of people grow up in the same circumstances. A lot of people don't have the same person molding them, you know, and, and, and my mom, like you said, she did stuff that today parents don't do and parents won't do because they may have resented the way they had it. Um, and I don't do a lot of that stuff in my house. I just don't because my survival instinct, my mother raised me to, to do so many things for myself. And luckily I found somebody in my life who does a lot of the same things that my kids don't go through the same experiences that I went through. But I think that's just the evolution of life. Not because I resented it because I don't, because if it all falls out tomorrow and I got to stand on my own too, I could take care of myself because of lessons I learned from my mom. And that's, that's very important for me. So you know, for those for those single parents out there, whether you're a mother or a father, but particularly mothers, those single parents out there, those single moms, raise raising your boys is not as hard as it is. Like we do a lot of stuff, mom, I know about tons of stuff. Like we talk now, we all get together holidays. My mom is 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 always laughing at the stuff we talk about. We did, yeah, because I didn't know y'all was doing that stuff, <laughs> <laughs> and and we did. So we weren't angels. We just we one we got away with a lot of stuff, and two. We knew we had to survive. We knew we said we want to be better growing up and and we wanted we wanted the same stuff. Sometimes my mom couldn't get us the same stuff and she tried. My mom did stuff like I talk about in personal conversations. My mom did the impossible or the incredible with little. You know, she had help. We had help 
but she made sure that she did everything she could before she went to help. And and some people just go to help. My mom did everything she could before she went there. And, and you know, we had a great support system with aunties and uh, with my aunties and my grandma and, and everybody, too. Or my nana. Not my, I mean, even my grandma, but my nana. You know, we had a great support system, but it all started right at my mom. And we you know, had a neighborhood family, a great neighborhood family. I was, it was just incredible. Yeah. And, and it was like, I, I talk about the Thomas family, like, you know, yes. absolutely. But, you know, it was, it was just the neighborhood we grew up in. So, you know, shout out to North Hill, shout out to Dalton street. Yes. Y'all know how important those, those, those four to eight blocks was, you know, the Alpharetta, the Carlisle, the Mildred, Aberdeen, that Carpenter, yes. those blocks were so important in growing up. It, it kept us, it kept us whole. It, 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 once again, you were part of the family that we had. You know, so yeah, it was. And, you know, like even today, just sitting here with my mom, you know, it, it's it's just a good feeling because she gets to once again see a part of me that she didn't know she was she was putting seeds into way back when. My mom never told me no. Like, uh, you know, my sisters and brothers and them didn't didn't get to do as mean things as I did. I, every time I said, Mom, I want to do something, she would either say we can't afford it or she would make it happen. I can't remember anything I wanted to do that I didn't do outside of playing a saxophone. And she let my brother play saxophone and I couldn't play football because I was really small as a kid. So she never let me play football. But other than that, I did it. I, 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 I swear to God, I did it. She never told me. I no. never knew you wanted to play saxophone. Yeah. You ended up letting Steve play saxophone. but I let Steve play saxophone because after he wanted to dance and y'all said, no, he can't dance. Because so I said, he played saxophone. I never knew. You never told me. Yep. I wasn't playing saxophone. Oh, I never got played. Tell me. I never knew. I'm quite sure. I, I thought I'm almost certain I said it, but you know, it, it happens. So yeah. But you know, it is it's it's really good to just have you here. And you know, I say it's it's you know, this is the time to talk. I say this is a conversation. We mm-hmm. I, I don't do nothing special. Uh sometimes I have written notes, but most of the time, knowing that you would be here, I wanted to just give you the the few moments to you know, get up here and just, you know, you talk about, you know, your life, the life experience you have. Talk about whatever you want to. And we can just kind of, you know, don't be. Oh, well, I I will say I got kicked out the nest at 65. My son, <laughs> my baby boy, I lived with him for like eight years. He said, come on, Ma, I want to buy a house. I can't live in it by myself. So I did. And when I turned 65, he put his hand on my shoulder. He said, Ma, I think you ready. I said, ready for what? He said, I think you're ready to move out on your own. I still got to call Guinness World Book of Records and see if that's a record. Because I don't not. know nobody getting kicked out at 65. It's not. No, it's got to be. No, it's, it's got not. To be. I'm almost certain. And he didn't think I was going to last six months. Boy, I raised all y'all. What make you think I can't live out on my own for six months? And I laughed. he said, I didn't think he was going to make it. I made it. And I like it. I mean, it's it's not no unusual, no more unusual than when I was staying with him. But I like living on my own, you know. I don't do nothing but basically what I did when I was at his house. Just sit there. So I, I like it. And it's cool. I want to tell you, like, honestly, my mom living on her own is a big, huge fear to me for, you know, personal reasons we won't discuss today. But it's a big, huge fear to me. But I'm so proud. I was so proud to walk into my mom's apartment and see she had her own stuff. Because it had been so long since she lived on... It's been, it's probably been five decades since she lived alone. I've never lived alone. I've and, always had a children or husband. Yeah. Never lived so, alone. So, you know, to, to never live alone and at 65 to say, I got to live alone, 
is a scary thought. Most people at 65 are coming back to their kids. But, you know, at 65, you know, my brother said, hey, you got to go. And it wasn't a malicious mean thing. Mm-mm, it he probably was just he didn't want any more gray hair. So he said, he, got, he already gray. You got to go. Um, and, and, you know, it's it's about survival. She taught us how to survive. So we I, I was glad and I'm still glad that she's making it um, and she's doing it. I, I don't doubt it. I never doubted it. It's just a good it's a good thing to go to sleep and know she's okay um, and know that you're working all the time. You know, it's, it's just a really good feeling for me personally, because at my age, I worry about my parents. And I think most people do. Um, but I worry about my mom, worry about my dad. Um, I don't call my mom. Make them, and that's probably the weirdest thing. I never call my mom. We never talk on the phone, probably like no. once every two months or something like mm-hmm. that. But it's just because, one, I'm not a phone talker. Those who know me, shoot. Some of y'all ain't talked to me in probably decades on the phone. But two, I just don't talk to my mom on the phone. I just don't. You know, we call this probably a couple of minutes. And I think the most I talked to her was when I was sick. But um, it's just one of those things. But I'm extremely proud. I think you said you're going to cook Thanksgiving at your at my apartment. And ain't nobody going to want to come. But that's all right, though. I think they're going to come. But so, yeah, mommy cooking Thanksgiving <laughs> at her apartment this year. So don't be offended when she don't get up and run to your place. But she's cooking at her apartment. Um, I don't know if I'm going to be there or not. I'm still on debate about what to do for Thanksgiving. We might just sit at home and, and yeah. do something here. But we don't know. Um, you but might really, as well because we always come down here and bombard you when you when you like to have your Thanksgiving to your house to yourself once. <laughs> no, I really. I mean, I I, I, I thoroughly enjoy when everybody coming. We are come always down coming here. down here and just just taking over your house. <laughs> and it's cool. I, I thoroughly enjoy it. it. To me, it's it's the better thing when people come. And I bet you know your you know, sister. She gonna want her Thanksgiving at her house this year. She no, just, she not. I, I no. I talked to Keisha. She not. Oh, she's not. No, she said she did Easter. She good. She ready to go somewhere. Else. Oh, she did Easter. <laughs> oh yeah, I bet she is. <laughs> I told her personally. I think you should cook at your house. I think she gonna do what you play or do a cooking something to then go someplace else. Oh, well, everybody at <laughs> home this year. Then hey, that's fine with me. No, it's really important, and it's really important that you guys. You know, and I know you will, but plan to get together someplace. I'm gonna call her and tell her to bring a dish to my house. See yeah, how that works. It's just really <laughs> important for that to happen. I, you know, Thanksgiving by far and wide is my favorite holiday in the world because all you gotta do is eat. No, no expectations except for good food, as opposed to Christmas where people want stuff. So, but she never, she really didn't have her house set up for Easter yet, so she wasn't really ready for that. So maybe she'll be better for Thanksgiving this year. I don't know. Maybe she'll hear this broadcast and change her mind. So if you're listening, <laughs> just know uh, <laughs> you might want to change your mind and be planning Thanksgiving at your house. Maybe you know, everybody come to your house. Yeah, on, on, on live air, we talk about you know bug rushing your set for Christmas. So <laughs> you might want to be ready. Oh <laughs> um, no, you know, um, but you got to realize. Like you said, you worry about me being on my own. You got to realize, I have, I have my first child at 16. So I miss being sweet 16. I miss being 18 grown. I miss being 21, 21 being grown. By the time I was 21 years old, I had four kids and a widow. I was a widow. So that being said, this is me growing up all over again. Just the only thing about it is I'm not 16. But I'm doing all this stuff. I never had my first drink. You know how you had your, your first drink when you turn 21? You go to the club with your friends and stuff. Or you get drunk when you turn 18. With your, I never did none of that. I never I never drank Hopping Gator, Boone's Farm. I don't know nothing about no, none nobody of that stuff. Nobody know what no Hopping Gator is. I bet Everybody do. right now just said. TJ Swine. Well, I'm just saying. People that's older that's <laughs> listening to your Everybody podcast. Google Hopping Gator right now. 
it's a it's a flavored beer. I was told, but I missed all of that. And all my friends went to the mixing, and I I never did none of that stuff. So now, at the age I am, I'm I'm more knowledgeable about a lot of stuff. But it's not that I need all that stuff because now I just I just want to be I just want to be me without children. <laughs> All my kids is grown, and I'm so happy. But I have lots of grandkids, lots of great grandkids, and I'm I'm not mad about that. But I've never had a chance to just just be me, go out and do what I want to do and stuff. Because I always raise kids, and I'm not mad about that. If I could do it all over again, you know what they always say? It never changes. You would do the same thing. So I would probably do the same thing all over again. But I'm I, I feel no regrets. I feel no remorse. My mama made sure I had an education. She made sure I went to prom. But all them extracurricular school activity things, going to the football, I mean, I think I went to one football game. I couldn't do all that because I had children. So I had to stay home and take care of my children. They go to the babysitter when I went to school. Bam. Right after school, my mom would pick me up. We go pick them kids up and we go home. So that's, that's fine. I had my I had a I had a good stable life with my mother too. She raised us not all the way by herself, but partially. And by having five girls, you had to be real strict. So and she was, but she just wasn't quite strict enough with me because I had children at home. So anyway, but I'm I'm glad I'm I'm where I am right now. I, I really am. I'm not I'm not broken down. My body is still in good shape. I take high blood pressure pills because I probably eat too much bacon or pork or something like that, but I'm not, you know, most people, when they get to my age of 65, you look at 60, oh, I'm 66. You look at 66, going on 67. You look at them, their, their body broke down. They got wrinkles all over and stuff. This, I thank God for my mother and father's genes. And I know my kids going to get them. Because at my age, you would look, they would say, you how old? Most people think I'm 50. No, I'm not 50. I'm not your age. <laughs> I'm 67 years old. But I thank God for it. And I thank God for my sons and my daughter. And like I said, my grandchildren and my great grandchildren. I got grandchildren that's got that I have great grandchildren that are the same age. Isn't that remarkable? So I just can't imagine what's gonna happen with my the grandchildren that are the same age as the great grandchildren. How old I'm gonna be when they start having their children. It's gonna be a while, hopefully. But then I mean I'm gonna have great greats by then. I think like like if anything in this life, and I've always said it, if I could change one thing. Just one small aspect will probably change the whole trajectory of our lives. Why in the heck was we in Ohio? <laughs> <laughs> one, because my mama said she was from Alabama. And she brought us from Alabama because she didn't want us down there with all that unracial harmony. So she bought us, she bought, made sure my daddy bought us up north so we wouldn't have to go through the, you know, the racial stuff. But other than that, that's why. If And then me having kids early like that. I, I didn't prepare to 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 take you guys anyplace else because I had no place else to go with right, my mom. But it's okay though. I'm not gonna say it sucked, but I think in my in my mind's eye, I was like, you know, me knowing that I've already said I'm just destined for bigger. I think more opportunities would have happened for me someplace else, but maybe they wouldn't have. I mean, I, that's hindsight. But I've always thought that I just could have had a different opportunity somewhere else. But if, with that being said, I would not be the father. Or, I would not be the, the, the son of my father because you would have probably met a different guy. Um, I, and I wouldn't have what I have right now. I know that in hindsight. Um, but as a kid, I always just wanted to be born someplace else. Really? Because, yeah. Just because I didn't think Ohio was big enough for me. Um, I remember when you left Ohio and, and joined the service and talking about 
Ma, I'm telling you right now, I'm never living in Ohio again. <laughs> you remember telling me that? I do. And and <laughs> and I can say, you know, in in once again, um, probably ring true, I won't live in Ohio again, but I realized Ohio was the best place for me because everybody knows I'm proud of my roots, where I'm from. I I I love it, live it, breathe it. I go home as much as possible. I go right back to where I was born, to where I was raised at, right back mm-hmm. to the same neighborhood. Um, don't really hang out with as many of the same people because we all grown now. But I do when I see them. Utmost respect to everybody who impacted my life. They, and they get love it. Love you to death. When they, I see them, love you. and they know I love them. I mean, I, I try to spread love as much as humanly possible when I get back there, and and that's you know. So I do realize it was just the best space for us and the best place for me at this time. Um, I guess you know is. I mean, it's cool just having you here. Like, you know, I, I told the people, hey, I have my mom on. And, you know, once again, because this is something I do, there's no telling what you're going to get when, when we turn this mic on. So I mm. think it's really good to have you here uh, and just just talking, you know, just being here. I do want to say that, and I'm going to say it because, hell, I, I can say it because my mom here, that from the bottom of my heart, I absolutely love you. I know in, in our time, and it's probably the point where I'm probably about to cry because I can feel it. Um. I'm crying because if you cry, I'm gonna cry. Oh well, tough luck. That is the way. It's <laughs> way it goes. Um, I guess my mom told me we were talking and we had a heart to heart, and 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 I said something to my mom that I to this day don't ever recall saying. Um, and I won't say it out loud because I just don't want to repeat those words ever. But I never recall saying it, and I and and in my heart of hearts, I just I just hope I never did say it. I hope she just misquote me. But I want you to know how much I love you and I appreciate you. I know I am probably one of I'm probably the, the uneasiest person to deal with, but I love you and appreciate you for what you are to me in my life, what you've been in my life, my kids' life, and and the brightness that you bring. Um just what you just how you raised me. Like even in a house with with my brothers and sisters, you raised me a little bit different. You've and always I, been a special child. Don't don't say special. No, okay. That don't mean every okay. Every child is special. Every <laughs> I mean, child. No, I don't you're not retarded t- or nothing, but every child is special. <laughs> but there was always something different, and I just never. I don't know if it's that middle child syndrome, but I never looked or thought about the middle child syndrome, and I still don't. I don't get that. I don't get the middle child syndrome thing that people are always talking about. But it's always been something different about you. Like that time the babysitter told you to go to bed while I was away, while I was working at night. And she said, you bust out and tore off your t-shirt like Incredible Hulk. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a family thing and we talk about. We don't need to talk about and that. And she with went home. And when I got home at 2.30. Anyway, ignore the lady talking on the mic right now. We're not going to have a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> he was 10 years old. Scared the babysitter home. I couldn't believe that. I went across the street. I said, what? He says, I told him to go to, I'm sorry. I told him to go to bed and he told his soul, like, incredible hope. I said, you let a 10 year old scare you on. And my kids told me after that, we don't need no babysitter. My daughter said, we don't need no babysitter. Don't have, we don't need nobody to babysit us no more. And they never had a babysitter after that. But that was, that was the last monkey that broke the camel's, the back, camel's back. I was like, what the heck? I don't, know. <laughs> you don't. You don't remember telling me you I, don't remember. I just think we remember. I just. Oh, this is not a conversation we're gonna hold. This you is, said we could talk about anything. I ain't mean everything. I said anything. <laughs> I, everything. It's a whole different word. 
Might have to erase this episode now. We're 23 okay, well, minutes into that it. That being said, I got to go pack and get ready. To go. All right. Well, thank you, Ma, for coming. Um, hey, thank I'm you not going to get this out. But before I leave, um, I've been missing this the last couple of episodes, but I'm going to backtrack and give flowers to some people I haven't given flowers to in the last couple episodes. First off, I want to give flowers to all first responders, police, paramedics, uh, firemen. You guys are incredible. My hearts and prayers go to y'all every time I hear the siren go up. And I know y'all putting y'all lives on the line more than people will ever appreciate. Uh, nurses, doctors, uh, dentists, uh, healthcare workers, anybody that's taking care of somebody. I want to say shout out to you and much love to y'all because y'all are doing it incredibly. Um, I just want to shout out my family and friends. Is Some people... And I'm going to have a better list. Hey, happy birthday to my boy, Celine. I missed you on your birthday, bro. But I'm going to catch you. I'm going to call you and tell you happy birthday face to face. Happy birthday to happy my brother, Celine. Um, love you like love you like 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 everything in the world, man. You, you mean the most. And um, I still want my donuts. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to shout out. I'm not. I'm, I'm always going to shout out uh, LondonIRE.com. Go get your lip gloss. Have her pop. And that is, you know, my, my favorite shout out. For Black Business Today. I will see y'all all later on in the week. A peace in the Middle East. And we are out. The Unwrapped Mind. Thank y'all for tuning in. Say bye to the people, Juan. Bye, people.